What's up, everybody? I'm the Clownfish. And I'm Nemo. And this is Nemo and the Clownfish. Let's fucking get it. Let's go. Nemo! What do you think you're doing? You touched the butt. Um, getting into it, I think uh, this story was kind of smoke and mirrors, and uh, I, I don't think it's true, but it may be the funniest storyline I've seen in the NFL this year. Antonio Brown allegedly obtained a fake vaccination card. Um, I don't know if it's true, but I, I really hope it is. <laughs> I think allegedly, right, that there is... Um a uh, photo from his personal chef or like his girlfriend texting uh, Antonio Brown's former personal chef to see if he could obtain a fake vaccination card. <laughs> and I think that the <laughs> former personal chef released those tweets because it was Antonio Brown, again, all supposedly, owes him in excess of $10,000 in unpaid bills. Really? And that's why he released He it. ain't pay his chef. He didn't pay his former chef. He and and this chef that he didn't pay gave released, him released the tw- the text that of <laughs> Antonio Brown's girlfriend asking if he could um, acquire fake vaccination cards for him. Yeah, uh, I think Mike Florio said if you were gonna bet on which player in the NFL is most likely to have a fake vaccination card, you would probably bet on Antonio Brown. Um, I love it. Clown Tonio Brown is back. I, I, I love watching him on the field, but even more than that, I love watching him just do the most absurd shit off the field. Um, and I'm glad, you know, he's, he's back in business with his shenanigans off the field. Um, Live his best life, you know. Right? It, you know what? If, gets to make I don't decisions. care if his vaccination card is fake or not. I love Antonio Brown, and I, I, I stand by him. I stand by his decision. To obtain a fake Vax card. <laughs> you know what's sort of odd is that I feel like, and we go to we go to the a, you know Big Ten University. We don't need to name which one, but what we but everybody knows. Um, they're more strict with our. You know, we had to provide proof of our vaccination cards, and, and I'm pretty sure that they were pretty diligent about checking. Oh yeah. Like, how is the NFL less diligent <laughs> than a university at, at doing this? They got to handle 45,000 kids here in the NFL. What, you, you got 52 uh, that you need to get right? There's 52 people you need to get right. 53, but yeah. 53, excuse me. But, like, that's it. Those are the fuck. Like, like I guess it's, like, if, if nobody would care, at least, you know, if someone said, oh, you know, someone on the practice squad, you know, accidentally didn't have a legitimate Vax card or whatever, it wouldn't make news. It's the, you got the, if you're, a starter on an NFL team, the NFL needs to make sure that you're vaccinated. Well, and it's, it's, it's like the NFL doesn't even require it, which is like the whole thing with Rodgers. It's like it wasn't that Rodgers wasn't vaccinated. It was that he implied that he was. Well, yeah, but that's my point like, is that I think that they need to know the status of the players. Like, right. Because, because there's different protocols that go around the conduct. that, Like, like for instance – Amari Cooper's not vaccinated, mm-hmm. a topic we didn't put on there, but he's out for, he has to wait two weeks. Now, 
for to be cleared again to go. He's got to have like two negative two tests. Two negative tests. Basically. But the protocol is different for him than if, let's say, Antonio Brown led the team to believe that he was vaccinated and then wasn't vaccinated. The protocol for his like safety is different. No. I I don't even know why he felt the need to do it. Like he lives in Florida. Yeah. No one in Florida gives a shit if you're vaccinated or not. It's Florida. You know, like yeah. Flor Florida in the middle of the pandemic was was having spring break. Spring break. Yeah, spring break, baby. Like I don't know. Um <laughs> let's let's move on. Um, you know, God Godspeed to you, Antonio Brown. Um keep keep doing you. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he is a force of nature. What was it, like 210, four touchdowns, uh, one was three rushing, one receiving. I, th- I think he had five touchdowns. Five touchdowns? Yeah, he had, I had him in fantasy and he got me, what, like 51 points. Yeah, so, so Nemo's got him in fantasy and he texts me, he's like, yo, should I trade Justin Jefferson and Jonathan Taylor for Joe Mixon and Cooper Cup. And you know me, I love Cooper Cup. You know, he's one of the best receivers in the league, but you can't you can't trade you can't trade Taylor after he went 32 one for 185, four touchdowns and how whatever he did receiving, you know, five total touchdowns. How, how are you gonna trade him? Well, after let me that? Let, let me let me give you some context, right? So the rest of the roster. This is my these are my backup running backs. I have uh, Aaron Jones who is injured, Cordell Patterson, and I think I also have um, another running back. It might have been been Josh Jacobs. And so to get to have Joe Mixon and and in in that ba- group of backs, while to upgrade. Justin Jefferson to Cooper Cup, who's far more consistent, and then I also have Ceedee Lamb as a receiver. It just seemed to balance out, and I think I also have, you know, who's on the rise, underrated fantasy player Elijah Moore, the Jets. That's true. I I just picked him up, and he had a nice whatever twenty six piece. Mm-hmm. Joe with Joe Flacco throwing to him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor is a freak. It's nice. It's nice yeah. to see a former. Wisconsin Badger just absolutely dominating the NFL. Yeah. He he might be the best running back in the league already. Right now. And then the current at, at the current at, like because 4 weeks ago I probably would have said Derrick Henry, but he's injured. Yeah. But Derrick let, let's let, you know, let's put an asterisk on Derrick Henry for the time being. I think Taylor might be the best back in the league. Yeah. He's He's been unstoppable. That's the only yeah. way to put it, really. I'm trying to think if the if I can think of anybody that I would challenge him with, but no, I'd agree. I, I, but I think that also coming in the near future, it wouldn't be too absurd to say that teams start to dare Carson Wentz to throw. Yeah, they're gonna. He's gonna start. They're gonna. Some, they're gonna definitely start boxes. stacking the box. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Wentz is gonna have to play well. If the Colts are going to make it to the playoffs, I think right now they're probably they're in, they're in the picture. I think they're yeah. I mean they're they're in the hunt. They're probably a game or two out of out of the wild card spot. But uh, yeah. I mean, <coughs> yeah. Colts are second. I think they're like six and five right now. So the so they're the still, Titans they're right in the bubble. They're right in the bubble. The Titans as it stands, um, it is what November twenty fourth. 
Yeah. As it stands today, Tens are still the Titans are still the number one seed in the AFC. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Colts, you know, turn around and actually win the division. Because, I, I don't know, the Titans have, you know, their run game's non-existent with no Derrick Henry. They had Peterson, and they just cut Peterson. So, yeah. they're kind of reeling from running back. And, I don't know, if they have to rely on Tannehill too much to throw it. It's going to be an uphill uphill battle for them. Their defense is obviously still incredible, but... What do you I think about know. the Bengals' chances? Colts are going to be sneaking They might up. be a, a dark horse, sort of, in the, in the AFC. The Bengals? Yeah. Dude, that, I mean, that division is weird, though, right? Because there's not, like, a bad team in the AFC North, but none of them are, like... I don't Amazing. know. None of They're them... They're all very middle of the road, you know, except you, for... I mean, I guess, you could say Balti- I, I guess you could say put Baltimore in the conversation for a top team and that AFC, not in the NFC. Yeah. In the AFC, you could say that. When Jackson's healthy, obviously. Yeah. But um, was, he, was it was it health? Oh, yeah. He had a... It wasn't COVID. He had an illness, yeah. though, that he had to miss. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Tyler Patriots Huntley... Are, but, but then Patriots are pretty hot, too. The Chiefs are the favorites, obviously, right now. Especially after that win against Dallas. You think the Chiefs are the favorites? In the AFC right now, yeah. I mean, followed uh, quickly behind by the maybe the Bills. I'll, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to disagree with you. I think, gun to my head right now, I have to pick an AFC champion. I think I'm going with the Patriots. No way! I, they have been on fire. They've been dominating teams. I know their competition these past couple of weeks hasn't been amazing, but just yeah, the let's, fact... Let's put some context into this. The fact you that Mac the Falcons, Jones... Falcons 25-0. to zero. Okay, okay, Falcons were a playoff team two, okay. two weeks ago. Yes. No. They were like the seventh... They were the seventh... They were the seventh seed for like a week there. They were bad. <laughs> They've been bad. We know they're bad. Well... Browns they beat by 45-7. to seven. Browns suck. Ever since they let Odell go, it's been downhill. Think, that franchise. I mean, they had I that. They're six and five right now. That first game without Odell, they steamrolled the Bengals, who who you're pretty high on. Look, I think I'm high on the Bengals. Here's the too, problem but. with the Bengals: I think that they have a young quarterback, and that affects their consistency. Joe Burrow is is a, an incredible talent, but he's not there yet. He still makes you know errors. And, but but again, moving back, let's. Panthers, they beat the Panthers without Christian McCaffrey after they benched Sam Darnold. And then they beat... Uh, the, the Their impressive win was against the Chargers, 27-24. to Chargers are a good team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like... As of now, I like the Patriots. Mac Jones has looked really good. He's been getting better every week. And, you know, I think... Mac Jones is like a system QB, you know? Like, if he wasn't at Alabama, he probably wouldn't have been a first-round pick, you know? You put you put Mac Jones on the Wisconsin Badgers, yeah, no, way, no way in hell he's going to be picked in the first round. Well, yeah, but we like to but destroying quarterback you, talent. You put, him, you put him in a system with Belichick, and you, you don't force him to do too much, and you just, you just play to his strengths, you know, being more of a game manager and... and but I mean, they have been throwing it deep more as of late. I don't know. I I like I like the Patriots. I I think they've looked really good. Um, 
But yeah, let's move on. Um, you know, big big news for Packers fans is Aaron Rodgers confirmed that it was a fractured toe. It's kind of weird how it was reported because at first they were like, he has a toe injury, but it's not turf toe. I don't know exactly the difference between a broken toe and turf toe, but they're like, oh, it's not turf toe. It's a little worse than that. And then he played. We obviously lost to the Vikings in a close one. Um, but then he came out today and said, yeah, it's a fractured toe. Um, I honestly don't, I think it's, it's kind of a non-story. Um, I think if you're the Packers though, let him sit. So they got the bye week, not this week, but the week after. So like, do you want him to play against the Rams? Yes. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I I think your biggest thing is, is that you're really, I think that, uh, in the NFC because of how many good teams are in the NFC. And and I really believe that that you there's a real competition between the Packers, the Cardinals and the Cowboys and frankly even the Rams and yeah, the Buccaneers, yeah. For for first place, right? For that first that round bye, bye. That bye week is huge. Yes. Right. And and the listen to the race, right? It's Cowboys seven and three, Rams seven and three, Packers eight and three Fucking Bucks seven and three, and then the fucking Cardinals nine and two, and and I think that the Cardinals I don't know I, I know that they play the Cowboys, but they play listen listen to their closing schedule, they got Cardinals Bears so they're gonna win beat the Bears, then they got the Rams, then they got the Lions, then they got the Colts, then they got the Cowboys and they got the Seahawks, so I li- I'm looking at Rams Cardinals, Cowboys Cardinals and Seahawks Cardinals. All going to be games that they can possibly lose, and and blow that lead for the first round by. Do you would you really risk giving up a game with Jordan Love? No, that you're right. That that first round by is crucial. Hopefully, especially in this division. I just I don't want that toe injury to follow him into the playoffs because it's like, do you do you play Rodgers every game so you can get that first round by to give him a week off before the playoffs, or? Do you, you know, sit him an extra game and risk, you know, losing the first round by having to play wild card weekend, yeah. but he's he's a little bit healthier with his toe. Well, because let's think about who's possible wild card opponents. What you really hate is facing the Rams, I guess. That yeah. would fucking suck. Yeah. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to well, play the Vikings, although I think we would beat them. I think you guys would... No, just briefly on, on the Vikings, do you think that the loss to the Vikings really means anything for the Packers? I don't think it means anything for the Packers. I think it means a lot for the Vikings. I think the Vikings are a very good team, and I think we've known this. I think I said on last week's podcast, or maybe it was two weeks ago, um, the Vikings are a great team. Their kickers suck. Yeah. And, and that proved to be true again this weekend, although their kicker did not suck. He did kick one through the uprights as time expired, two seconds left, and and beat the Packers. Um, I I I don't. It doesn't make me concerned about the Packers because I've I've always you know I I have high opinion of the Vikings. You know Justin Jefferson is easily one of the best receivers in the league. You know Dalvin Cook and you know Dalvin Cooks. Yeah, he's stepping. Kirk up. Cousins, Adam ha- Thielen's nobody to shy away from. Yep, and and Kirk Cousins has been playing well. Um, so I think it means a lot more for the Vikings. I think the Vikings are, are going to be a playoff team. I think obviously they're not going to win. 
they're they're not gonna you know surpass the Packers in that division, but I think yeah, but they're gonna make I think they're gonna make the playoffs as a wild card. Yeah, uh, no, I I'd agree, I'd agree. I think that also you don't want to see uh, the Forty Niners. That's what I was. That's what I was also about to point to. I think maybe, Vi- Vikings and Forty Niners are hot. Um, what do you What do you have to say about the Saints though? The Saints are another team that you got to think about too. Um, I want to direct my next comments directly to Sean Payton. You are a bitch. Sean Payton is a bitch. He, like, if you're going to go out this offseason, okay, let's, let's circle back to last year. Drew Brees gets hurt. You got three quarterbacks on the roster. You got Drew Brees, Taysom Hill, and Jameis Winston. When Drew Brees got hurt, he opted to go with Taysom Hill over Jameis Winston. He started Taysom Hill. And then coming into camp this year, he said, yeah, it's going to be an open competition between Taysom and Jameis. And whoever wins the quarterback competition, we're going to start. And obviously, Jameis won the competition and started a few games, looked you know pretty good. But once he tore his ACL, I thought for sure Taysom. they were going to go to Taysom Hill. I was like, this is a no-brainer. Put in Taysom Hill. And it, instead, instead, he decides to go with Trevor Simeon. Yeah. And I guess the first week, Taysom Hill was injured. But I think once Taysom's back healthy... I don't understand why they're not starting Taysom Hill. There's no reason not to. Trevor Simeon is not a game-changing player, and I think Taysom Hill can be when put into the right scenario. Yeah, no, I'd agree, and I think that you also want to develop Taysom more than you care about Trevor Simeon. I think that, you know, Taysom Hill's ceiling is much higher than Trevor Simeon. Agreed. Trevor Simeon is what he is. He's a backup. Yeah. But, you know, obviously Taysom Hill still has that upside because we've never seen him you know we we've only seen him play you know here and there he's kind of um, almost like a gadget guy they bring him in on trick plays and they'll, they'll let him throw they'll let him you know run he's honestly he has the size to be a tight end i don't think he should be but but he has the size it, to be a, a player that in the athleticism to play multiple positions in the nfl in my opinion but yeah it's just odd to me that Sean Payton hasn't gone to Taysom Hill. And, the, I mean, they recently... So, he got a big deal over the offseason. But it looks like this week they restructured the deal. So... Interesting. Um, I don't know if you heard about... Yeah. Um, it, it They restructured the deal. They made it a quote-unquote hybrid deal that could be worth anywhere from $40 million dollars to $95 million, and the amount that he gets paid is contingent on what position he plays. So obviously, I'm assuming that that means that if he plays, you know, X games at quarterback, then he's going to get the $95 million. But if he continues to be, you know, special teams, running back, tight end type of guy, it'll be closer to the $40 million range. Interesting, yeah. Um, I don't know. I want... I want to see Taysom Hill in there. No, no offense to Trevor Simeon, but you're you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything in the playoffs with Trevor Simeon. You're, you're probably not gonna get to the playoffs with Trevor Simeon. I'm pretty sure what they're they're zero and four, zero and three since Simeon's been starting. Yeah, I think they're on a three game losing streak. What do they have to lose? Put in Taysom Hill. Um, I, I'm gonna end my Taysom Hill rant there. Yeah. Put him in the lineup. Let him start. Let him throw. 
let him run, let Taysom Hill do Taysom Hill things, and put Simeon on the bench, please. Okay. <laughs> sort of circling back just to get the conclusion. I agree with you from the original point that you were making about the fact that the Packer. I don't think the loss to um, the Vikings means anything for the Packers. I still think that they're a top team in the NFL. still think they're easily contenders for the favorites out of the NS- NFC. I think, I think it's, what, Rams, Cowboys, and no, this is in no particular order, but the, but the people in the discussion out of the NFC has to be Rams, Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, right? Aren't you forgetting the Cardinals? I am Cardinals, sorry. <laughs> there's f- yeah, f- there's four five, five teams. There's that- five very good teams. And then I think the Vi- the Vikings teams. the Vikings and 49ers are kind of creeping up. Yeah. And I'd also throw in the Saints too cuz when they're when they're healthy when uh I think a big piece that they're missing is uh, Alvin Kamara right now, so that that hurts him a lot. That's true. You know that doesn't help you when you got Simeon in yeah. there, and your best weapon on offense yeah. is not. Yeah. And, and I think that's that's not to totally change the subject, but going to the Cowboys' lo- Chiefs Chiefs loss. I said I okay. Well, let me ask you this: What do you think means more for that team? Packers losing to the Vikings or Cowboys losing to the Chiefs? In the fashion that they did. I would say... I would say there's bigger implication in the Cowboys-Chiefs game. What do you think the implication is? Well, I think the implication is this entire season... And uh, you and me are probably culprits of this too. Everyone's been saying, Chiefs defense stinks. They, they give up too many points. People run all over them. They, you know, they, they can't stop the deep ball, blah, 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 this and that. But... Their defense looked pretty damn good. Their defense looked elite. In Dallas, or I don't know if that game was in Arrowhead. It was in Arrowhead, but they but they were flying around. It was big hits all day. I was pr- I was pretty impressed. They knocked their, uh, their CD Lamb out of the game, huh? They they did, but it was more so because he like fell back onto his head. Okay, wasn't uh, a dirty play was, or anything. No, no, he, he it was a deep ball to CD Lamb. I think I can't remember if it was at the end of the half or right after the half, but. It was a deep ball to CD Lamb, and it was sort of underthrown. And CD Lamb sort of had to go try to have he tried to Randy Moss it, and fucking like basically landed on his head. Ooh, yeah, it was just fucked. Okay, he tried. but yeah, so it wasn't a dirty play. He but tried they, to David Tyree it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, I'm not. Chiefs are back. The, the that, Chiefs that, are back. That's we, the implications of that we, game. We, Their we defense the, looked good and. I don't know how. What was the final score of that one? It wasn't. It wasn't it was, a high scoring no, game. It was um, nineteen to nine. So like, still the Chiefs' offense has been underwhelming this year. I think they're just getting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire back now. Yeah. I think that's probably that's probably the, the the root of their issues on offense is their run game is, you know, subpar. Well, I think that it's it's also that, and then that they, and maybe uh, maybe this is Micah Parsons, but. When I was watching them, their O line didn't look to be as good as it used to be. I, I don't think Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey had a few drops. Oh really? Travis Kelsey ha- isn't the Travis Kelsey of of years past. Um, and then I also think you know that teams are scheming for the the aggressive type of uh, 
play caller Andy Reid is and who Patrick Mahomes is. They're trying to take away the pass first and dare him to run, to make him force Patrick to take check, da- check downs. But to that same point, I'd say that not to be, you know, the Cowboys fan that I am where I'm going to make excuses for the Cowboys because <laughs> I'm about to do it. But I'll, I'll, I'm going to do it anyway because it's... Homer. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. Go ahead. All right. Look, we didn't have Lyle Call. I mean, uh, Tyrone, Tyrone, Smith? Tyrone Smith, which is a big piece. Uh, we recently replaced um, Connor Williams with Connor McGovern, and Connor McGovern got ran over. These are offensive line guys. Isn't one of their O linemen like out for the year? Uh, is that? Did I get that? No, wrong? no. I'm thinking. Think so. I'm thinking Elton Jenkins. That's yeah. a Packers guy. Uh, but but basically, it's like Dak Prescott was not protected. He the the Chiefs pass rush. Looked elite. I don't even know the the edge rusher's name, but he had a fight. There was one guy who had like three sacks, or two it, two sacks. Like Frank like Clark and or sacks. Chris Jones. It might Chris have been, Jones, maybe. Yeah, Chris Jones. Yeah, I think it was Chris Jones. Frank Clark also had a day. There was Dak was was pressured a lot. I don't think he had a lot of time. There was a lot of time. You you're missing up Amari Cooper. You're missing Ceedee Lamb after halftime. There was a lot of critical drops. Dak wasn't his normal self, but I don't think he played it particularly terribly. I think he, he definitely wasn't playing well, but he was he was throw he was putting the ball in places that were catchable. Hard mm-hmm. catches, I'd say, but it but it, it was tough with the receivers out. I think Noah Brown had a big drop. C D Lamb had a big drop. Um well Dak missed Dalton Schultz a few times. He missed Michael Gallup a few times. And then but I th- I think that, you know, honestly I took a a sort of positive away from it that I think that our defense played incredibly well mm-hmm. against the Chiefs given the circumstances. Right. And so I think that that moving forward is going to give them a lot of confidence when when Dallas is on offense healthy uh, and we can establish a run game. I think that's another thing. I was offered a trade uh, recently for, uh, I think it was Miles Gaskin and Ezekiel Elliott for... Uh, Jonathan Taylor, and to be honest, I'm really not that hot on Ezekiel Elliott. Like, really, I I see him too. Uh, and look, I I don't know. I'm not weird I'm, coming from a Cowboys fan. I've been saying this for the past two years, two three ish years, more so two years though. I've seen Zeke is, I think he's taken a beating because of the hard hitter he was, early on in his career, and like now I'll watch him take like call himself out of games he'll yeah. he'll, he'll walk to the side at sideline and take off series um it could be the wear and tear on the body it could be that he's slowing down you know whatever it is um i understand but yeah i i don't think as a cow cowboys fans should be you know too concerned about zeke because to me tony pollard is incredibly talented i've seen I've seen a lot out of him where I'll just be like, wow. Like, I agree. Ob- obviously, Zeke's fast, but he's, Tony he's not as fast. It's definitely fast. Ma- maybe his rookie year, you know, his they first couple years, he, he probably would have been. But at this point, yeah, Tony, Tony, Tony Pollard is much faster. And obviously, that's not, you know, the only thing you need out of a good running back. But yeah, I don't um, know if he's as strong, but he's still, like, uh, whenever I watch him run, he stays on his feet for forever. Yeah. Like, he'll get hit. He's got a good low center of gravity. 
he he takes hits. He even gives them out. He's not maybe such such a downhill runner as Zeke is. You know where he like it's like I'm gonna run into you. Right. But like he's he has. I I wondered what to look at. Uh, Tony Pollard's uh, yards after contact is. I'd be interested to see that stat. Um, but yeah, no, I I agree. I I think Pollard is a great talent, and you know whatever the, the Cowboys. Offense had an off game against the Chiefs. You know, Amari Cooper was out with COVID, and yeah. you know, C.D. Lamb got you know a concussion mid game. Mid game. I I don't know. I I don't think, I don't think the Cowboys need to be concerned. Although I I do think that the Chiefs should be very impressed with their defensive effort on Sunday, and I think, I don't know. I think the Chiefs and Cowboys are both contenders, and. uh I don't know. I think I, I think I'll probably leave it at that. Um, but stay staying on the topic of the Cowboys, I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts about this. A former, a former uh, team, team member of the Cowboys uh, has been uh, has been in the news um, these past these past two days. Um, do you wanna Do you wanna talk about your old boy? Who are you talking about? Your old boy, your old coach. Oh, Jason Garrett. Ah, uh, yes, he did get fired as the offensive coordinator. Um, who, who by the way, is not on the Cowboys anymore. No, well, he's not on. He's not on any team yeah. anymore. Yes. Okay. He, he was on uh, the Giants, and you know the Giants are kind of a dumpster fire. Oh man, I hate so. to say it, but Skip Bayless really summed. I was watching it. Uh, <laughs> oh. You, you're Skip. invoking Skip Bayless. He no, because he he said it. He said it perfectly. Like, cause, cause he encapsulates how I felt as a Cowboys fan. Because I was really disdained with with Jason Garrett for years. Because, because who he is is eight and eight. If you want to just describe Jason Garrett, he's eight and eight. And eight and eight's the way you got to describe. It. Oh my God, he, he had. Two Let seasons. me ask you this: In the seventeen game season, what would he be? Eight nine, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because late in the season, it, it never really goes well. <laughs> when he re- when Jason Garrett needs a win, he doesn't get it. How <laughs> um, about him, Cowboys? No, because like I remember the the two seasons that we were really good. One, you had a team that was just so incredible. It was. Tony Romo, Des Bryant is prime. Jason Witten still in his prime ish. Demarco Murray. Uh, Demarco in Murray was in his prime. Um, Barry Church. We had some. We had a. Uh, so what? A lot of pieces there. So what stopped you guys? Uh, a really terrible call. A really terrible call. What? What call? I don't know. When Des caught it, they said he he dropped when it. When Des caught what? When he caught. The ball when he caught the football, that deep pass at Lambeau, you know, the play. I'm trying to, they, I'm they trying made to a rule of, about him. They made a rule about him. He caught the ball. He fucking caught the ball. I'm trying to think of this play because like I I don't recall <laughs> Des Bryant making any catches at Lambeau. I, I, I mean I'm sure he's made well. some, but I don't remember any big catches. He had a big drop. Is that what you're talking about? His big drop caught it. in the divisional I'm round. I can see this. He definitely caught it. That's why they changed the rule. Well, by rule, by rule at the time, he he didn't make a a football move. Is that is that how they do this? He he made the catch. <laughs> he factually made the catch. 
the NFL just decided to take it away on technicality. Um, <laughs> but but, so, but moving but but back to the point, Jason Garrett. Are you happy? To I'm not see him happy. Get fired? I'm not. I'm not happy to see him get fired. I think he's a great guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. I just think he's a very average football coach. I think that it's part of the way that you know the coaching world works, where it's just sort of like if you've if you happen to get the job at one point then you're pretty much a main man and you you just sort of float around different leagues and different coaching positions and that's sort of how it works it's it's hard to become a new coach you know yeah and so i think he'll be all right i think he'll find another job honestly i don't think he'd be a very bad uh college football coach because i think i think the thing with jason garrett was he's just not very creative he he He's he knows he knows football very well. He, you know he knows the the bread and butter, the fundamentals. He's good at that. You know, he was good at power runs and and setting up the pat the play action with with hard nose running football. It's not bad. It's just you can't get away with that in the NFL today. You just can't. Yeah. Um, transitioning to someone who isn't who didn't get fired, but maybe should get fired um Matt Nagy well what do you think do you think he should be fired of course um as a Packers fan I hope he I hope he doesn't get fired because he he's an awful coach um the the Bears are are terrible and he had his run he a had lot, his chances a lot of it is due to the way Matt Nagy has coached that team um you know obviously they got the rookie quarterback has you know, Brian Flores been fired yet? Is that the Dolphins? Texan, Texans shows? Texans guy? Who maybe maybe I'm mistaken. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're if you're a Texans coach, like, I don't know if you can really put that. Like, <laughs> shouldn't the blame be on Deshaun Watson and his massage shenanigans? Yes. Yeah. But but back to the original. But, but back to Matt Nagy. Yeah, he he should be fired. Like he's just. He's just not a creative mind on offense, like you said about Garrett. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously it's tough to win with a rookie quarterback, but, like, you've got Justin Fields. Like, y- your play calling should be significantly different when you have a guy as dynamic as Justin Fields running the ball. And I just don't think he's utilized Justin Fields' strengths as much as he should be and uh yeah you know fields is fields is hurt now um you know andy dalton came in so it's only going to get worse from here on out um unless fields you know miraculously comes back for what will be tomorrow's first game of the day um you know transitioning in to thanksgiving you want to make you want to make uh, predictions for these games? Yeah, why not? Well, right, yeah. we we won't we won't do the you know the Sunday games, but yeah, there's three games, games on uh, three games on Thanksgiving tomorrow. Only one worth two worth watching. It is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah, only two worth watching. But dude, this Thanksgiving lineup is trash. It's trash. No, it, it Bill is not. Saints is a good game. <sighs> Raiders Cowboys good game. Okay. It would have been better if, uh, what's his name was, if, uh... Bears-Lions alone is enough 
to for my everything. <laughs> for my statement to be correct, yeah, that it is a terrible lineup. Tomorrow morning, we're gonna turn on our TVs for some reason. Some of us are gonna turn on our TVs. Some of us will turn on our TVs. You know, maybe we should just leave the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade on because <laughs> tomorrow is the Andy Dalton Tim Boyle Bowl. Oh my god. Andy Dalton and Tim Boyle? That's what you're that's what you're giving me on Thanksgiving? Like I you No, know, I think do you remember last year's Thanksgiving when we watched Andy Dalton play the Lions? I think he played the Lions too and we get it was Cowboys Lions. Oh, was it? I think I, I I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. And it was Andy Dalton versus the Lions. I think I can't remember if I was happy or not. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The the Lions and, and Cowboys don't play each other on Thanksgiving. Oh, no, you're right. Right? Because the Lions and... Always have the... Yeah. They oh. always have a Thanksgiving Day game. Kind of a weird rule. But no, Bears-Lions is going to be a dumpster fire of a game. Um, Andy Dalton is just not... Just not good. And Tim Boyle... I mean, hats off to you for becoming a starting quarterback for a couple of weeks, but he's just, he's, he's Tim Boyle. He was a backup on the Packers, um, for a year or two there. Um, but, uh, here, let me, let me see if you can guess this. Just take a wild guess at where Tim Boyle went to college. <laughs> I don't know, like Purdue? What? That would have been way better. No, he went to UConn. Oh my God. He went to a basketball school. Yeah. And played football and somehow made it to the NFL. I'm not looking forward to Bears lines. And it's really unfortunate because one of the best things about Thanksgiving Day football is that if you're a sports fan, you can reasonably tune into the football game and become very invested in it in lieu of talking to your relatives. Yes, you if, cannot do if that. If you don't want to have a lot of, you know, you don't want to have too many conversations and you just want to you know zone out and watch football and sit on your butt but like this game makes that difficult because you your your relatives be like who who are those guys and you'd be like um i don't i mean tim boyle they're, they're like who the hell is that shout out to my uh grandmother real quick for making a uh we're gonna have an incredible lunch thanksgiving day um in lieu of this game, so she's making a nice big ham. It's gonna be delicious. But totally sidetracked. Sorry. I hope the, I I hope the mic's been okay on you. I don't know if you're too far away. Or, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm I'll not sure. I'm not sure. Hopefully, hopefully the audio's all right on this. But yeah. Sorry. All right. Well, screw it. So just pick some games straight up. Yeah. Bears right, lines. So we got Bears right. lines, Raiders, Cowboys, and Bills Saints. Just just an ugly lineup in my opinion. But uh. <laughs> We'll start. We'll start off with your pick. Who you got in Bears Lions? Hot take. I think uh, you got to go with the Lions just because I think that when you uh, the lack of film on Tim Boyle, and it just makes it hard. I don't know if that makes a difference. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I just think that that you know, like whenever I see backup quarterbacks come in for the first few games, it's hard to scheme for them because you know you don't know like I mean, what they're gonna pull out what plays they've been working on recently and stuff the but br- like the browns figured him out last yeah, week. okay you're right 
Hell but that's because the I, I don't know if it was so much they figured him out, but they, they figured the Lions out because they suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but okay, Um, I don't know. I just... I just You're going to go Lions. Yeah. Well, actually, no. You know what? Let me... I'll, I'll go Bears because Matt Nagy has, you know, an enormous pressure to win this game. That's true. He he's has he's definitely game. on the hot he, seat. I think that he even met with uh, Bears ownership this weekend, which is crazy to think. Oh, that's um, sus for him. Yeah. Uh, that's not a good not, sign. Not good for him. Um, you know, I'm going to pick the Lions just so I have something to root for. They're 0-8-1. I just want to see Are them get in the win, win? Win co- yeah. the win column. Um Hopefully, Tim Boyle gets his first NFL victory tomorrow. All right, next game. Wait, can we do before we before we move on? Can we close the case on Jared Goff? Can we realize now that Jared Goff was being absolutely carried by Sean McVay? I don't know if you can do that because because the Lions stink. Because that's yeah, it's like. Obviously, Sean McVay is one of the best coaches in the league, one of the best offensive minds. But I don't know you. Yeah, because who do there's the very have? there's very few quarterbacks you can put on the Lions. Matthew Stafford put, was doing better than him, though. Yes, this is true, but uh, I don't but know. Yes, it's, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair to judge Jared Goff off of solely this season because. He has no one to throw to. Yeah, no, That's no, I, I'll give you that. And it's a new system, it's a new coach, and it might just be this scheme and a bunch. There's a bunch of different factors. But moving on, Raiders Cowboys. I obviously am going to pick the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? I think we have a big comeback win. Um, after the Chiefs, we're going to be really motivated. I think the defense is going to show up. Um, Micah Parsons, I'm really excited to watch him against. Uh. Derek Carr, I think that if you can get pressure on Derek Carr that he really falls apart as a quarterback. I remember there was um the last time the Cowboys and Raiders played, I don't know if you remember this, but that was the note card game. The note card game. When there was a aware. first down and the the refs put a note card in between the football. So they could because the, t- they couldn't see, tell. Yeah, because they couldn't tell. And because when they put the note card in, the end of the football was touching the note card and the other end of the note card was touching the um, <laughs> sticks, and they said it was a first down. <laughs> and then um, I think there was a, the, the Cowboys score on that drive, and then they, we kick the ball back to the Raiders. Derek Carr looks like he's going to lead them. He marches down the field to, like, the, the I think the 10. Breaks out on a scramble. Looks like he's going to walk into for a fucking touchdown. He'd just gotten the first down. And he just looks like he's about to walk in for a touchdown, and Jeff Heath fucking nails him on the oh. one yard line, and he fu- and he fumbles out of the end zone. Touchback Cowboys. Yes, touchback Cowboys. And that's how the game, game ended. The game ended. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so um. So I I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a good game. I say the Cowboys over. I think they just have a better team, and yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Highly um, motivated to mo- come out. Yeah, mostly do that. If they had beaten the Chiefs, I probably would have taken the Raiders. But since they lost <laughs> to the Chiefs. I think they bounce back. Is CD Lamb gonna play? Uh, he's questionable. And Cooper is out. Cooper's out, but they're gonna do get. I think uh, they have said that uh, Tyron Smith is gonna return. So they're they're gonna need to lean on the run. It's gonna have to um, be the Zeke and Tony Pollard show tomorrow. 
Uh, no, I think also that, that the receiver, because <coughs> this will be Gallup's second game back, and C.D. <coughs> Lamb will, I think C.D. Lamb will play. They're and, hopeful about C.D. Lamb. And I like, I like what I've seen out of Cedric Wilson. Oh, um, he's, I, I think that, uh, our safety, Donovan Wilson, was, was it Cedric Wilson or Donovan? I think it's Donovan Wilson. He was knocked out with a shoulder, but nothing that matters. Um, um. But yeah, I th- I think that will be a close entertaining game actually. Yeah. Raiders Cowboys will be a good game. Bears Lions is going to be awful, but Okay, uh, and Bills Saints, who you got in Bills Saints? Bills Saints. If if I knew if if I if I had hindsight of someone telling me Sean Payton decided to roll the dice and start Taysom Hill, I would I'd pick the Saints, but just because Trevor Simeon is their starting quarterback, I got to go Bills. I agree. Bills. I got to go Bills. You know, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, they're going to be doing their yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and they need they need the win right now, too. They, they're highly motivated. and They just got surpassed by the Patriots in their yeah, division. So, so they have a lot of, yeah. A lot to play for. They've got a lot to play for. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the Thanksgiving lineup. Um, but, uh, yeah, you you got Bills as well. Yeah. Is it time to move on to some NBA news? Yeah, we might as might as well get into a little NBA. Um, looks like we got we got about ten minutes left in this podcast. Uh, I gotta I gotta drop Nemo off at the airport so he can he can fly on over to to sunny Cali, sunny California. Sunny California. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, um, no surprise here. The uh, the biggest topic in the NBA right now. Is LeBron James and LeBron James his fight? Well, wasn't really much of a fight, but his um <laughs> incident with Isaiah Stewart. Now, I'll be honest with you, I did not know who Isaiah Stewart was until I saw this. Um, but here are my thoughts. LeBron is trying to claim negligence. He's trying to claim. Oh, I accidentally elbowed him in the face. If you watch the play, though, Braun kind of moves his elbows back like he's boxing out or going for the rebound. And after he does the one move, he jerks it back again. It was totally intentional. I'm the biggest LeBron James defender on the world, but that was intentional as shit. What are your thoughts, Nemo? I, I, look, I agree. I think it was intentional to, like, get contact but not to not harm to, him not to make him bleed to not, to, not, not, not to hit him in the way he did I think that we forget how big of a guy LeBron James is like he's fucking huge he, yeah. he, and, he, and he's not only huge but he's built like he's not like one of those like oh I'm just tall motherfuckers like he's he's actually built out like an athlete like an, an incredible athlete that he is and so um, I just think that it was coincident. It was it was not intended to be as bad as it got. Obviously, he's gonna say it was unintentional, but but I think you're right. You know, he didn't intend to have some. Co- he's a competitive dude. He, 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 what do you expect? This is. I know the NBA is soft, but it's not that soft. So. Right. I have to say though, I think Isaiah Stewart's a capper. That he would have fought him. He was acting like he wanted all the smoke with LeBron. He's. He's running after him. He, he's he's you know he's he's bulldozing through his teammates. He's like, I want LeBron. I want LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you see while Isaiah Stewart was doing that? 
Westbrook's like standing in front of LeBron. Westbrook like squares up. Yeah. Westbrook is ready to defend his his boy LeBron, and I'm here for it. Yeah. <coughs> but come on, Isaiah Stewart, you didn't really want the smoke. Didn't want the smoke. Re- LeBron was right next to you. If you wanted to hit him, you could have hit him right away. But instead, you waited until there was a little scuffle, a sh- little kerfuffle, and then uh, you know people. People started getting in between you and LeBron, and then you're like, "Oh, now I want to fight." Yeah. It's like it's like when you're in a bar fight, and the, these two guys look like they want to fight. Hold me back! Hold me, like, back. Hold me back, bro! Hold me back! It's like it's like you didn't want to fight. Like, you just, you just want to people to think you wanted to fight. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart, capper. Um. I don't like this next topic. I don't know why it's on here. Um. If you if you want to talk about that, you can. Um, I made a tweet on our account. Okay. About uh, sort of uh, at Nemo N Clownfish on Twitter. Yeah, that um, I, uh, Jesus Christ, Court, um, what's his fucking name? <laughs> Russell Westbrook. No, no, the other. He's, I can't believe Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Oh, I've still not gotten used to his name. That that but, little graphic, yeah, where he he goes, you got y'all are paying him how much, <laughs> and that was his reaction after the game after absolutely outplaying Russell Westbrook against the Celtics. Um, yes, and the Celtics beat the Lakers. Yes, they did. Hats a little off, gloat, little gloat. Hats know. off to you, and and in a, in a good fashion too, without <laughs> Jalen Brown. So I think it was a big deal for them. The the win was a big deal. Um, I think that, and I love Russell Westbrook. Don't get me wrong; he's one of my favorite players. Um, uh, again, he was. I watched him at UCLA. I loved when he played at UCLA. I thought he was absolutely electric there. Um, look, I you just think we're over? You think forty four million is too much? Not only do I think forty four, not that I think that it's too much for him, the caliber of player that he is, but he doesn't belong on this team. He, he needs the ball. Russell Westbrook needs to be taken. The lead shooter to be an impactful player on the team. Ah, but he's not a shooter. He's not a shooter, but he drives and he needs the rhythm of it. He, the reality is he's not that great beyond the arc. It's just the truth of it. He's not a he's not a he's not a shooter, like you this said. This is true. Yeah. And so he's he's a pass first guy. Yes, but he but to create like the re, the way he finds those passes, in my opinion, is because of how hard he drives to the net and the threat he is as like one-on-one type of player. Right. That he draws a double team and then is able to find the open guy by the time he gets to the net. That's my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still think the Lakers are going to win it all this year. Knocking Knock on, on wood. wood. Um, but, yeah, in other NBA news, the Wizards have come back to earth a little bit. They're currently the four seed. I know last podcast I, I saw, I looked at the standings and they were first place in the East. And I was like, what the hell? Why are the Wizards, quote unquote, good? Um, but you know, luckily they're back at the four seed. I still think you know they're. I still think it's a toss up for them to even make the playoffs. I think if they do, they'll be they'll be an eight or nine seed again. I mean, play um play in game, probably. But uh, yeah. Other than that, are the Bulls legit? I say yes. Yeah, I think the Bulls are legit. Caruso's earned his spot. Lonzo's playing well. Uh, Zach Levine, another UCLA alum, 
is also playing well. DeRozan is shooting pretty well. Yeah. I think I think the Bulls are right up there with the Nets, the Bucks, and the Heat in terms of contenders in the East. Um, but all right, I don't want to. I'll never I forget wanna... this. I'll, I just have to put this story out there. Okay. You know Zach Levine did not. St- I, I believe it's Zach Levine. Zach Levine did not start at UCLA. He played behind um, uh, Bryce Alford, the coach's son. Who Ooh. didn't even get drafted? <laughs> Ooh, a little UCLA. nepotism there. Oh, there was some. There was some serious nepotism there, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to make you late for your flight, Nemo. So let's let's try to wrap this up. Let's go into our segments. Let's do rapper NBA comparisons. I will give you a rapper. Let's go. I don't know if I've done this one yet. We gotta keep track of these yeah. so we don't repeat ones. But yeah. I'll go Playboy Cardi. Who's that? Who's uh, who is it? Are we doing NFL or NBA? I can do either. Which one? I'll let you. I'll let you. Shall I choose her? Uh, Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi. We'll do NFL or NBA. We can do either. I don't care. Uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Uh, because he's clearly talented, clearly an all star, but uh, a lot of people like to debate. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> a lot of people like That's to true. debate it. There's some stands there. Yeah. You know, there's there's seasons where you know he misses, but the quality of the quality of the performance is still there. Alright, so. hit me hit me with one. Alright. Um what are we doing rapper right now? Sure. Uh Kodak. Kodak Black. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna go Robbie Anderson just because of the hair. That's it. It's just Florida. the hair. It's just it's the Florida. the island boy. They they both have the island boy haircut, and I love it. Um, that's funny. Yeah, Kodak Black, Robbie Anderson. I think that's Kodak. The, that's just a right there, right there one. All right. Um. All right. Here, players, how about we go? Players, players, players. Let's go. Josh Allen. Not not Jaguars Josh Allen. Buffalo Bills Josh Allen. Yes. <laughs> um Josh Allen. But I still think of Josh Allen the start of a game manager. Well who's a game manager in the rap and in, in the hip hop industry? <laughs> oh no. Um uh, Josh Allen. Lil Nas? No. <laughs> Go Jack Harlow. All right. <laughs> he, you know, because he's good. He's good. He's still, you know, he's leading one of the better <laughs> NFL teams. Yeah. But, like, but, like, I like Jack Harlow. Like, no, like, I like But you Jack don't like Harlow. him like that. Like, I like Jack Harlow like I like Josh Allen. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I have no, I have no issue with that. Alright, uh, what, last one here? Um, you give me a player? Yeah, give me a player. Cooper Cup. <laughs> uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is. That's a tough one. We'll Put go. some respect on my man. We'll go, we'll go Nav. Okay. Because right now, right now they're just hot. They just, they don't miss. 
Cooper Cooper Cup is catching touchdowns, hundred yard games left and right, and Nav just it just drops hits. That's all. Co- I- Cooper Cup, right now, <laughs> not legacy wise, but right now, in my opinion, is is the certified lover boy. <laughs> the football. You're going Drake Cooper Cup. I like that, but but like only Drake on this album. But ju- just certified yeah. lover boy yeah, Drake, Drake is yeah. Cooper Cup. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. I feel like that's a decent. Um. Okay. Real, real quick. This is gonna be rapid fire, and then and then we'll end this so you don't miss your flight. Yeah. We're gonna go Dak or Cap Thanksgiving edition. Dak or Cap, green bean casserole is the best side. Cap, mashed potatoes. Cap, you grow mashed potatoes? Mashed potatoes. All right, Dak or Cap, t- turkey is overrated. Dak, that's for sure. Turkey is overrated. Turkey is dry as fuck. Yeah. I don't care who's cooking it, it's dry. You curry at my house. All right, um... Dak or Cap, um... Pumpkin pie is the best kind of pie. Dak. Dak? You agree? Okay, we're both... Followed closely by Apple. We're, I'll take that. We're both pumpkin pie fellas. Well, um, well, you gotta, you gotta good fly podcast. out. Another great podcast. Um, if you listen to this, I'm confused. I don't know why you, you would waste your time listening to two college kids um, talk out of their asses about sports, but thank we appreciate, you. Yeah, we appreciate your viewership. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving and uh, happy holidays. We'll hopefully see you next week. Travel safe. We'll see you next week.